And from there to Philippi, 
singing in the Alleluia verse.
Continue with the sermon, and dear Christians, one and all rejoice on page 14 and 15.
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. It is daunting to face a long journey. I had to go to Cleveland this week. I thought, all the way to Cleveland, in my air-conditioned car at 70 miles an hour. I'm pretty spoiled when it comes to traveling. Between planes, trains, and automobiles, we can get almost anywhere. In a little over 24 hours, I could be in Australia or almost anywhere in Africa. We have amazing transportation. I cannot really imagine the courage and or desperation of those who set out from Europe for the New World in sailing ships or those who set out west in America in covered wagons facing a four to six month journey on dangerous dirt trails. It's easy to imagine many people just giving up and saying the destination is not worth the journey. Facing long journeys can be daunting. If only a five-year-old knew that that first day of kindergarten is the beginning of 13 years of education, or 17, or 21, there'd be a lot more tears. It's a daunting journey. There are a lot of journeys in life that you face. Military service, parenting, marriage. I try to comfort nervous grooms on their wedding day by reassuring them. Marriage is not forever. It's just until you die. (laughs) There are many journeys in life. Running a business, working, illness, injury, joint replacement, aging, dementia, There are journeys that you choose and journeys you reject and journeys that you do not choose, but they are forced upon you. There is one journey that you have been chosen to undertake that is the most important journey of all. It is a long, difficult journey to a destination that is most definitely worth it. It is the journey from the font to the heavenly city of New Jerusalem. Today, we rejoice and celebrate that at our 1045 service, little Myra Care will be baptized into Christ. Myra will travel to the font, and all the devil's might will come unraveled. Myra will be baptized, but her journey is not ending. It's just beginning. Her life of struggling against sin and temptation will have just begun. Right now, Myra is so tiny and cute and sweet, and yet we know that she is by nature sinful and unclean. In baptism, she receives the Holy Spirit to combat her sinful tendencies. The Holy Spirit makes her holy and will help her battle each day to be the person that she already is in Christ. Going through the waters of baptism is comparable to the children of Israel coming through the waters of the Red Sea into the wilderness. Baptism sets you on a journey through the wilderness of this life toward eternity in the heavenly city. This is a journey of trial and tribulation 
and temptation. Life in the wilderness is not easy. There are constant threats, and the devil never gives up trying to get you off the straight and narrow path onto the wide and easy path to destruction. So do not attempt the journey alone. We make the journey together. We struggle together. We hurt together. We forgive together. Life in this world is indeed a life of tribulation. We are all hurting in so many ways, but often we are not very good at admitting our hurts. Living the suburban type life here in Hamilton and its surrounds, we're often loath to talk about our weaknesses and struggles. That's not what polite suburban people do. Instead, we are tempted to pretend that everything is always wonderful. When our youth do a community dinner at Prince of Peace Lutheran in Over the Rhine, there's a short worship service before dinner, and Pastor Sugatan will ask for prayer requests, and the people will chime in with the most honest, open, gritty prayer requests. They will share things that polite suburban people are not comfortable sharing. They admit their hurts and their struggles. Now, I don't know if it's always beneficial to share your deepest, darkest struggles, but I do believe it's good to be honest that life is a struggle. I fear we can sometimes be so practiced at pretending that everything's okay that we start to believe that's true about others and about ourselves. There are times when you meet fellow Christians and they have such positive attitudes and are seemingly always so happy and energetic, you think, there must be something wrong with me. Well, there is something wrong with you. But it's the same thing that's wrong with the positive people. It's the same thing that's wrong with everyone here. Look around you. Look at the people to your right and your left. Look ahead of you and behind you. These are people who are struggling on the journey from the font to the heavenly city. These are people who carry burdens of sin and failure. These are people who are broken and hurting. These are people who would be mortified for you to know their inner thoughts and desires. There is something wrong with you. You are a sinner, and you're not alone. Now, the fact that you're a sinner is not news to you. You began worship today by getting on your knees and admitting this. You are a sinner who needs Jesus, and Jesus forgives you all your sins. He forgives you, and he forgives those around you. So look again at the people around you. These are people who have been redeemed by Jesus. These are people set free by the cleansing blood of Jesus. These are your brothers and sisters in Christ. These are your fellow travelers on the journey from the font to the heavenly kingdom. Today we rejoice with Myra, and we rejoice with all those who are joining us on the journey and becoming new members of this congregation of the saints of God 
on the journey. And it is a long, hard journey, but you don't go it alone. God holds you and no one can snatch you out of his hand. It's a long, hard journey, but you travel together with your fellow believers, strengthening each other and leaning on one another. The journey is long and it's tiring. It takes a toll on your body and spirit. And so each week you gather together and take a break from the busyness of life for a little while. And you rest here in the love and the forgiveness of God. You gather here to repent of wandering off the straight and narrow path to the heavenly city to dabble in evil desires and passions. You gather here in God's rest stop to hear the good news that you are forgiven all your sins. To hear that Jesus died for you and Jesus rose for you. To hear that you have a reserved seat at the wedding feast of the Lamb in the heavenly city. You gather here to hear God's word and receive sustenance and nourishment in the body and blood of Jesus. God has chosen you for the journey from the font to the heavenly city. It is a desert journey and there's danger on the way, so stay on guard. Many will succumb to the devil's temptations and lies and they'll give up. They'll say the destination is not worth the journey because the journey is long and difficult and they cannot see the destination. Resist the devil. Reject his lies. Know that you're not alone. Know that you have the Holy Spirit. You have Jesus. You are in the hand of God. And know there is strength and safety together. And so we stick together on the journey. Remember that in this world you will have tribulation. But Jesus has overcome the world. Jesus has overcome the world. The destination is worth the journey. Amen. And now may the peace of God, the peace that is beyond understanding, keep your hearts and minds in true faith until our Lord Jesus returns in glory. Amen. We rise and confess our faith in the words of the Nicene Creed.
grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Let me quickly introduce you. You guys can turn around and introduce you. We have Lisa and Larry Knapp um, coming to us. They actually been with uh, Pastor Snyder over the years. They've got to come. All right, eventually follow him here, so to speak. Um, although he's not coming much now. But they're there and come down. John is in the den. Um, well, newly was actually, and coming to be with us um, from the local community. And Stephen Wright, who actually is coming down, is a, um, a Lutheran educator, is a teacher in the Milwaukee Lutheran High School system. And his, um, he's retired now up to the Knowles in Oxford. His former pastor, well, Eric Scobar, is a kid that I grew up with in Lutheran back in Western Virginia. Um, when Don knew him, you know, I was there to be pastor of special needs. So. so we welcome you to the congregation. Welcome.
body and blood of your Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, strengthen and preserve you in true faith and the life everlasting. Go in peace. Your sins are forgiven.
in faith toward you and firm in love toward one another. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever.